we are again talking about coaching and I'm here today with Yannick and Sivash. And our next question is one that I actually brought to the table as um, some time ago, I was looking into a course to help me grow my business as a coach. Um, having done my formal training and kind of being really eager and keen to get out there and find more clients to work with, the biggest barrier I came up against, and especially with the, the, the COVID situation that kicked off in, back in January, ultimately, um, was how, how to learn how to find clients online. Now, the reason I specify online for me personally is because I had at that time actually chosen an approach at the beginning of the year where I was hoping to kind of go out and meet a lot of people in person networking just because online isn't something I'm so comfortable with. And I think that sits well with me as a, as a person. So I just favored that approach. But of course with Corona, it became essential to, to make a presence online. So at the time I sought out kind of a few different courses and the question is really about how with, with the amount of courses on offer that I came across, how do you choose one that's right for you? And, um, that kind of actually delivers what it says it's going to offer. Um, my initial experience was kind of, you know, the people I was drawn to were the people who screamed the loudest. And having gone to a few open days, I kind of felt a little bit unsure and like kind of questioned the, the very intense kind of one hour format or whatever I was thrown, that was thrown at me. That whilst it seemed very kind of emotionally like it really drew me in, in because perhaps it used certain vocabulary and certain kind of techniques that just were very well pitched. But when it came down to the logistics of the course, you know, of, of, of the amount of payment and how the payment would follow and whether there was any guarantees or not, I just felt a bit overwhelmed and, and it just kind of created a lot of uncertainty. Mm. So that was kind of my scenario and I thought I'd mm. put it out there to the floor. Yeah, excellent. Uh, because I, I mean, you, I really appreciated that because um, there's so much out there. You know, mm -hmm. there's such a jungle of business courses. And as you say, a lot of people scream very loudly. Some are very clever in just touching on all of your pain points. Yeah. I had a coach just recently um, who, who said, I was sitting there at like midnight and uh, there was a, a free uh, webinar uh, giving you all of the secrets, you know. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll take the free webinar. I'll take the free content. And then there was this woman and, and he was like, it was as if she's in my head. She knew exactly what I was feeling, experiencing, thinking, mm. you know, and she, I'm like, she totally gets me. And that builds such a strong connection. And then they're like, you don't have to feel that way. Here's a solution. And it's only mm. going to cost you this much, you know? So yeah. he signed up and then got a bit burned. Um, I don't want to mention the course. I don't want to really mention any courses names because that's not really what this is about. What this is about is what's the process behind finding something that you feel is of substance that uh, can live up to uh, what um, live up, like promise, deliver what it's promises mm -hmm. you know, and weed out the ones that are, um, that are dodgy perhaps, you know, um, what are some of those signs where you're like, maybe I should stay away from this one, you know? And ultimately, there's so many different approaches to this. And there's so many programs out there that, by the way, really deliver excellent value, yeah. you know? Um, but there's also a lot of stuff out there that perhaps isn't the right fit for you, I would call it, you know? Um, there's some outright scammers, absolutely. But I think uh, um, probably the majority of, of programs really have good intent. 
you know? And if they don't work for you, maybe they weren't made for you. Mm -hmm. So I think the question of how do I choose a course that matches who I am and how do I want to work, that's really, really important. Mm. Yeah. You know, so what comes up for me is this, I, I did a video about this a long time ago, but there's this, and I read, I read this distinction in a book. It talked about the person that sits in a shop and sells holiday tickets and says, hey, you, you know, you should really go visit Spain. It's beautiful there. <laughs> and, and it's very good at selling, right? Selling that holiday resort or that destination. But then if you ask them, like, have you been there? They're like, well, no, I actually haven't been there. But, you know, a lot of people have been there. We have, you know, we've got so many customers that have been there, right? And what we call in, in our company, when we hire coaches, we call them Sherpas. Sherpa is another word for a mountain guide. See, a mountain guide will has traveled on top of the mountain, has, has been on that mountain many times. And that's how I personally, you know, that's for me has been really useful is looking at a business course that's run by someone that's walked the talk, mm -hmm. right? So because the, this coaching industry is growing so fast, there's a lot of marketers, there's a lot of consultants that, you know, mm -hmm. that want to kind of jump on that bandwagon and take advantage of that. And don't get me wrong, some of them can be, they have a good understanding of marketing or sales. They can add value to coaches. But it's just really, I think, you know, for so personally, I prefer to invest in a coach that has grown a business. And again, that's not, it's not the, doesn't need to be always the right thing, mm -hmm. but just really understanding what do I want out of a business course. Right? Isn't it then really important that that person who's walked the talk and then mm -hmm. presumably teaches you how they have walked it and teach you how you can do the same as they did? Isn't it mm -hmm. then super important that that person is super similar to you in terms of how they do things, mm -hmm. what their values mm -hmm. are? No, because like yeah. if somebody is like super extrovert and they love writing, and they're super open and vulnerable and they don't have any issues with putting their whole life story and everything about them out yeah. on social media. They will tell you a, an approach of using social media to uh, create a lot of clients, you know, but if you're a kind of conservatively brought up, maybe introvert kind of shy person who's not particularly technologically adept, you know, then yeah. that's probably not going to work for you regardless mm -hmm. of what they tell you and how much it worked for them. Yeah, I think that's it's a good point. So I think there's different layers of things that we want to look at, criteria. Character could be one of them, right? Because we want to make sure, I mean, if you look at someone, usually people that sell business courses, they have some material there for free. I mean, the, the good ones have it. In fact, the good ones probably put some of the best work out for free, right? But the idea is this, right? That sometimes it's, you know, some coaches, they're very, they're very, um, they're very, very much like a one direction way of doing stuff. I worked with a business coach around four and a half years ago at the start of my career that talked a lot. The, the only strategy that he was sharing is, well, you need to build a webinar. You need to run Facebook ads to that webinar, get people on a call and then sell them that. Right. For me, I never even got off the first step because I didn't know, you know, I wasn't really good at tech. Right. So I thought, well, hey, maybe this isn't for me. And I was fortunate enough to, you know, come across the Prosperous Coach book, which talks around a whole different philosophy. Right. But there, so 
what what's really important is to see well what do i really enjoy what, what am i good at some people are good some coaches that come into coaching have a good background into using you know tech so i guess it's you know this conversation is not an easy conversation because what can be right for one person can be maybe the wrong thing for another person right but what we want to really slow down to is what is my criteria mm-hmm. you know what do i really want what is my goal and how am I, what am I willing to do to get there? Am I willing to, you know, use social media or do I, do I just want to use offline? Am I willing to, you know, do things that are uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think if we explore that, we, we can probably come to a better understanding of what's right and what's not right. And yeah. So what are you some know, good questions to ask mm-hmm. yourself? before you go out and research different different programs good questions to ask yeah what, what kind of questions do we need to ask yourself because like for example i'm imagining somebody uh, is like well what kind of person am i what kind of approach would match me mm-hmm. um i mean i'm sure we can look at different programs and see what they have i guess the question i'm asking is what would be some of the first steps before we engage with all of the stuff that's out there, yeah. which often is designed to suck us in, even if it might mm-hmm. not be quite the right match for us. Yeah. Well, personally, I, I have a personal approach. I, I spoke someone for at least three, six months before I invest in someone. Sometimes it's even longer, mm-hmm. right? And when talking, I mean, I will follow that person, you know, consume their content. And usually their, their free content has to be really good. Right. And here's the thing. Look, I, one of the things I wrote down is testimonials. Now, it's very easy. Often you hear like, well, a good business course has a lot of testimonials. But that sometimes can be, you know, that cannot always be the right thing because I know it's so business, easy to create. Huh? Yeah. You know, I don't want to mention name, but I, one of the business courses that I joined, they, they still use the same testimonials from three, four years ago. And they're just repeating that. Mm-hmm. Right. The reality is they don't have a lot of good testimonials. But people don't know that because they're just mm-hmm. keep repeating the same things. So we, don't, we can't right. trust testimonials really, or which ones can we trust? Yeah, so sometimes we can trust them, right? But th- that's one of the things. Another thing is actually experiencing that person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Nikki talked about a workshop. And, but actually, I would, you know, there's this research done, it's called the 7114. The seven cents mm-hmm. for seven hours. And actually, we, we don't want to just spend one session with someone if that person is saying, well, hey, you need to enroll, I would be a bit cautious, right? What we ideally want to do is spend seven hours. So this research or that even the biggest companies do this, they have campaigns that take customers through a journey, which builds, you know, the, the trust with them, that the customer can uh, get to know them, like them and trust them, right? But usually that's seven hours, 11 interactions over four different locations, yeah. right? Yeah, that, that's true. Uh, a lot of a lot of people I have in consultations that tend to tell me that they've engaged with, you know, hours of my content before they went yeah. into such a conversation. So it's super important to build that kind of trust. But then also yeah. I, I know, sorry, you, you weren't finished. No, I think, I think that's a really good point that the trust has to be there. Mm-hmm. And it's, the second thing is, is the expectations, right? And I think Nikki mentioned the guarantee. Now, not a lot of courses have a guarantee. Not a lot of business courses have a guarantee, but I think it's important to get a real, if, if there is no guarantee to get an understanding, well, what can I expect? Like a money back guarantee or? 
Yeah, so it could be a money back guarantee. So a lot of good business courses, they have either like a 30 days, love it or leave it, kind of like a guarantee, like, hey, if you, don't love, if you don't love it in this period, you can leave it. Some courses will extend that even to three months, right? But now that might not, it, it doesn't mean that if a course has that, that it's a great course, right? But that's a starting point, having something like that. And then, you know, having a guarantee around results. Right? While it's not in our guarantee control. results. Yeah, good point. <laughs> well, he, here's the thing, right? I think as as business, you know, I you know I do myself business coaching, but he, here's the thing, right? As in in um, in life coaching, we have a certain level of confidence that we can help someone, right? Mm-hmm. Now, maybe it's not um, in that sense, it's it's different, right? But in a in a business setting, while it's not in our control what the other person does, right? We can create a guarantee that creates a bit of security for the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but isn't and- that always necessarily linked? Because I don't think it's that different uh, from coaching to like doing a business course. Because mm-hmm. in both uh, in both cases, the client needs to do all the work. You know, I mean, unless it's a business course where they actually set up funnels for you and, you know, but you still need to create the content. You still need to create the trust. You still need to show up and be really good at what you do. Um, So I like if I were in that situation (laughs) in a position of like running a business course and I would uh, I would want to give a guarantee, I can only give a guarantee if you apply yourself, if it's similar in coaching, you know, I, I can I can. Sometimes I said, like, I can almost guarantee that you can do this thing that you just described to me if, you know, you apply yourself, if you get out of your comfort zone, if you do the hard work, if you put the legwork in, you know. Exactly. So what I've seen is with some business courses across, you know, here, Australia, New Zealand, with some really good business courses in America, is what I've seen is they've now introduced a guarantee, but there are conditions stipulated in in the contract, which means, for example, well, if you attend, you have to attend 80% of the calls. You have to, for example, at a minimum have, let's say, just five sales calls a week. So they understand that if someone does the activity, they can mm-hmm. help them get good at it. Mm-hmm. And then they can help them get the result. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, so, of course, there has to be, you know, something there. So it's like, hey, I can get help you get really good at basketball. But you have to do the work. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to do two hours practice a day, Right, and you're willing to, you know, sleep this much, eat eat this. I know I can help you get. I, I know I can get you there. Mm. Now, of course, the the where the you know the detail is important, right? Personally, you know, I I think a guarantee. Look, I've experimented with it, and I think it's really interesting because what it does, what I was thinking about is, well, how does a client react to that? Because it, some people could say, well, you know what, I'm not gonna do anything because it's guaranteed anyway. But what I've found from experience is that actually when it's done in the right way, people take ownership and people actually get better results because it kind of takes the pressure off. But they know that, hey, well, I need to tick some boxes here. I need to show up. I need to do the work. And actually, it's, we put more emphasis on you need to do the work. Mm-hmm. If you do the work, mm-hmm. you know, we create the results together, which is, you know, out of our control and what and what i've seen is with really good business courses they emphasize that this is not in our control mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we've worked with a lot of people that have created results like that 
Yeah. Right. So I would I would really look at a variation of those things. Like, what 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 testimonials does this person have? How much experience does this person have working with different people? Mm-hmm. Are all the people very similar? Are all those testimonials very similar? You know, are they all like, mm-hmm. you know, six figures in six weeks or, mm-hmm. you know, have they all used? Like, there are some really good courses, right? But the, you know, if you look at their their website and their in their testimonials, they everyone builds their their business in one way, which is for example the webinar funnel, which is quite a popular one, right? You know, and and again, you you have to just ask yourself, what well, is that? What I want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what I yeah. is that the direction I want to go to? Yeah. Or you know, is this the direct direction I want to go to? And I think it's so important to listen to yourself when it comes to that, uh, to know yourself to some degree. What kind of person am I? Um, I think mm. the testimonials work is particularly powerful if it's somebody that you actually know, you know. Um, but I'd love to I'd love to hand back to Nikki because you know this is your mm-hmm. your very much lived experience yeah. uh, over the last six months or so. So I, I I'm sure some of what we just said you did, um, but yeah. maybe there's something to add. Could you could you talk a bit about that? Well, just tell you what happened for me in the end. I think, you know, the, the, the determining factors after having consulted quite a variety of sources and approaches, the key criteria for me to decide was one, yeah, what is it exactly I want? And for me, it was very clear that what I wanted specifically in terms of business is how to use online platforms. Um, and I, I guess the ones I had in mind personally were Facebook and LinkedIn to promote myself so like it was clear mm-hmm. to me that whatever course how, i chose how did you get to that how did you find out what exactly you want um well if it's a short answer <laughs> yeah it is a short answer like i said initially in january before COVID hit my my approach for marketing was going to be quite organic and going out in person because i'm just more of a person-to-person individual and i don't enjoy technology mm-hmm. uh, but then with COVID, i there was no opportunity for that so i knew i had to find a way of doing it online so it was important I find somewhere online and within online, the two immediate things that after lots of exploration that kept repeating themselves were Facebook and LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So in any case, I needed a course that was going to address contents generation, which I would then disseminate on LinkedIn and Facebook, all the better mm-hmm. if the course kind of mentions these platforms, but whatever online strategy. So that was right. a key criteria. So it's important to be clear on it. And for you, it just happened yeah. to be quite clear. And I think... Yes. what I would put to the coaches out there is that if you're not clear about it, rather than just investing in the course that, you know, seems to tick some of the boxes, be really clear about it. Mm. Whether that's something you go through yourself and you ask yourself a lot of questions, that's why asking about the questions. Maybe you work with a coach in order to figure out which uh, business program to take, you know, or you talk to other people, you know, if you have those conversations and you get really clear on what kind of business do I actually want to build, you know, I think then the process becomes a lot easier. Mm. I think, you know, like that is like, what did I want and why did I want that? And, you know, Mm -hmm. what I wanted is online stuff. Why? Because Corona was blocking me from being person to person. And the second Mm -hmm. thing that was really important was, yeah, going on a sort of trial call or webinar or whatever and meeting the person and like seeing what they're about and and how they like to coach and who they are perhaps as a person, what's their philosophy Mm. and finding someone who closely mimicked kind of what I felt I am. Yeah. So it was finding the person with the right rapport and, yeah. and kind of the trust. Um, um, you had, sorry to interrupt again, but like I know you had a, a conversation with somebody, you got quite excited about a course that you mm. in the end didn't go for. Mm-hmm. I think it might be useful to share what that experience was about. 
Yeah. Uh, because you, as far as I remember, you almost invested quite a lot of money in a course yeah. that in the end didn't quite feel right. Yeah, I think, you know, that particular course, the person, the coach was incredibly charismatic. And, you know, I felt very kind of drawn in by his approach. And I was like, he's powerful. Like, you know, and he gave demonstrations. I was like, wow, that's strong. Like if I had that confidence, that would be amazing. You know, maybe I should do the coaching program by someone who can instill that kind of confidence. But what then became apparent, I mean, one thing that became apparent to me is like, okay, maybe I'm just not that bold, brash, confident person who puts it out there straight. Maybe I'm a bit more softer and a bit more, you know, inquisitive. I'm just not that person. I don't want to act a person mm. I'm not. So there was that discernment. The other thing was perhaps that I, I suddenly... Oh, fake became, it till you make it, Nikki. <laughs> I know, fake it till you make it. I don't know, you know, I just, maybe I've, I've decided to embrace, you know, my strengths as they are mm. rather than try to aspire to be mm. something else. But the but second, by the way, I'm, I'm joking, but like for some yeah. people that, that works, you know, they just like need to get I've out of their that. comfort zone and then they really mm. connect with a confident person in them. So I don't, I don't want to belittle uh, the, the fake it till you make it approach. I, I think often it can lead to very difficult situations where you're pretending you're somebody that you're not. And then, you know, it's very inauthentic and it, it yeah. starts eating at you. Um, but sometimes it does work and people really break through and connect authentically with that confident person in them. Or, you know, they decide to share more of their life with the world. And that feels right once they get the feedback. So it's a, it's a bit more. Um, I absolutely agree with that approach, actually. You know, that takes us back to kind of decide who you want to be and then, you know, work out what that person would do and all of that. And I think that's really, really powerful. Um, and then, you know, maybe dial the intensity down to the level that it feels authentic, right? <laughs> um, but so there was that. The second thing, I, I suddenly did just become a little bit skeptical and, and not in a bad way just because that aggressive approach doesn't resonate well with me I'm a bit of a slower thinker and it takes me a bit of time to digest and at, at the end of the seminar it did you know I, I think as it should you know because it was trying to make a sale and and that sale will help many people hmm. do a lot of great coaching but it's like it, it did put a bit of time pressure on me the amount was kind of a definitely a bit more than I wanted to spend or I would have had to be very convinced and I also felt at some point you know there was so much emotion used to like, you know, press my pain points that I felt a bit like manipulated is, is the wrong word, but just because it became so emotional, that didn't feel right. It kind of took away the kind of the rationality that I kind of prefer in that process. You know, I don't want to draw. It's like when someone makes you buy emotionally in like a food shop or in a clothes store. Right. So that just didn't feel comfortable. Um, and then, you know, I, I, after looking through a variety of sources, I, I very naturally felt actually drawn to, to someone who I felt resonated a lot more of what I'd like to stand for and who showed up in a way that I'd like to show up and who use an approach that I feel comfortable using. So it was just a bit of trial and error and kind of the process itself helped me to clarify what I wanted and what I clearly didn't want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think there's a challenge in there because um, how do you connect with that person? Like how do you get to those seven hours? I think it was, you know, uh, I know there's a lot of content from people out there and I think, if you spend a lot of time with somebody's content, you grasp their, especially as a coach, you grasp their values, you grasp their philosophy, you grasp whether they seem real or not, whether they're consistent with their message and how they show up. Um, it helps a lot to have that as a personal connection because I think somebody can play a role for seven hours on their uh, internet mm -hmm. content, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it can be, I mean, some people are very perceptive of like something's not quite right about this person. So I think it's actually quite difficult to fool a very perceptive person over the course of seven hours. You mm -hmm. know, um, So I think the advice to engage with a lot of their content 
uh, is really useful. Mm-hmm. When the course provider gets over a certain threshold, I think it can become a bit difficult to to get to because you might trust the person who founded this, the business school, you know, and you really trust them. But what you would really get is, you know, their facilitators who might be very different people, mm-hmm. you know. So can you necessarily trust the system that the person has created to work for you based on the person that they are? You know, maybe that system got optimized by other mm-hmm. people, you know, and they're just kind of the figurehead of the, of the program, you know, because they're very charismatic, but it's not necessarily their program. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's why it's, it's important to ask, well, what if this doesn't work for me? If I join and I don't like it, and, and I think that response is really important, the response mm-hmm. of that business coach, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, another, another thing for myself is, you know, I'm part of a program which one year ago was the right program and it's really helped me a lot. I probably got 10 times the value of what I've invested. The investment was really big investment. But right now, after some reflection, it's not really serving me anymore, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes, you know, we, we want also to just, we talked about that, the why. Why do we want what we want? And in different phases of our coaching journey, we will need different kind of support, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's really important to figure out, well, what do I need right now? Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. And, and, and another question that I would ask is uh, something we haven't mentioned yet is, you know, is there actually coaching in- included? Mm-hmm. Because I've been part of, some, part of some really cool programs from, you know, from 7,000 to even 15,000, 20,000 investment. And some of them, you know, the strategies that they shared were very specific for coaches. But there was no actual, um, while there was some support in terms of, uh, they would answer your questions, there wasn't actually coaching support. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. It doesn't mean, by the way, that that's a bad program. It just means that you just have to be clear on your expectations because then it means often that you might need to hire another life coach for extra support, extra support, right? But what I've personally seen is that the courses that are really good, right? They usually have a combination of that, mm-hmm. right? And, and actually, um, yeah, I did, I, did a, I did a training on this for, for our clients, but if we, if we imagine a simple triangle, like the, some of the best courses, they have three things. They have, you know, a step-by-step strategy and they have coaching, high-performance coaching or mindset coaching. And then the third thing is they have world-class support. Mm-hmm. Because you, look, if you just, if a business course has one thing, they could be the best in strategy. But if they don't know how to support someone to go through their obstacles, you know, people get stuck. And then it's very easy to say, well, it's your job to get unstuck. You're a coach. But as, I personally yeah. don't think that's really fair. And then the third thing is, having that support system there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that, and that's, by the way, something that, you know, for me, like, I like to observe, you know, um, coaches that are doing much better, coaches that have been doing this for 10, 20 years, and look at them and look at how they structure their, mm-hmm. their coaching programs or their business programs and really learn from that. And that's one of the things that those three three things um, I've seen is it's really crucial to client success Mm -hmm. wow great nice there's been so much value in this um yeah nikki i'd I'd love you to just kind of bring us to a close um you know there's your own journey um is there anything else that helped you or anything new that emerged out of this 
No, I think it's been really nice bouncing ideas around with you guys and just hearing your thoughts on the subject too. Um, I'm really happy with the choice I made and I'm really enjoying my course and I'm still in the process and I found it absolutely invaluable. So the, the, the main thing I would add is actually, you know, I think I highly recommend anyone who is struggling to get their business off the ground, who's maybe at the beginning of their journey or maybe later on, to, to seek out something like a course um, again it's kind of you know it's it's putting almost your trust in yourself as a coach by putting it you know in the coaching that's available and out there specifically on that subject and okay. I the moment I committed you know and in the process of committing it was very clear to me that I wanted to commit mm. that I had to commit that mm. without committing I'm not gonna progress mm. to where I want to get to so like for anyone with any reservations I am mm. yeah I can only recommend it really what happy. got you over the over the feeling of holy shit i'm gonna spend thousands of pounds on this <laughs> i mean it is it is the fact that i just knew that if i didn't do it i'm gonna struggle for so much longer go through so many highs and lows i guess i have a previous journey as a freelancer behind me so you know i, I kind of know what my weaknesses are and and that i didn't want to repeat that same cycle of getting disheartened all mm -hmm. of that so i just you know i completely trusted in coaching in my profession in where i want to get in mm -hmm. as a coach And there was no doubt in my mind that that's the next step I needed to take and invest in and commit to myself. Mm. And, so, yeah. and in, co in coaching, it, it can go quite quick depending what you charge to like double, triple, quadruple your income, you know, just by asking for it. Yeah. Um, sometimes it needs a bit more, you know, but like for me, um, when I worked with, with my business, more of a mentor, um, he called himself a coach, but it was more of a mentor. Um, I I'd, uh, put my prices up by like 500%, you know, because I was mm -hmm. at the same price for a number of, of years and it was possible. And I, I just, I didn't need to get over myself, you know? So it was relatively simple, but also very complex. But mm -hmm. I had the investment back. It was 3,000 pounds back then for mm -hmm. six sessions, which seemed insane to me, you know? Mm -hmm. But I got it back after two clients. Amazing. You know, because I was asking for the new rate. So whatever you invest in your business, you can pay back quite quickly if you if you do it well you know yeah you know nikki mentioned commitment right yeah. and i think i want to just really clarify that that a, a business course is not like a magic pill it <laughs> won't solve your problems you have to be 100 committed to the process yeah. right and, and i think that's such an important thing is right now i'm thinking of making transition to another course but we're just really looking at how much time can we really dedicate mm -hmm. towards this program Right. Can we really attend, you know, like one of the things is that the program that I'm part of right now, one of the struggles is, is run by someone from Australia. Mm. Right. And the time is time zone is very different. Right. And that for me plays a role as well, but it's just really like, well, how much can I really commit to it? You know, how much time can I really put into it? Because we have to take hundred percent ownership of that. Mm -hmm. right? No matter how good a course is, if we don't mm -hmm. put the work in, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. Yeah, and a few grand is uh, really creating some commitment <laughs> for yeah, most yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, most of the time, money does really create like a that plays a big role in creating the commitment. Mm -hmm. It's not always like that, mm -hmm. you know. I often and, say money yeah. money buys commitment, and commitment buys mm -hmm. success or change. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. Cool, guys. Thank you so much uh, mm -hmm. for tuning in. And guys out there, if you uh, if there are business programs that you trust, 
you know, uh, do share them with us. Um, we, we had a little conversation before we went live that we didn't want to advertise any specific programs. Uh, those of you who uh, follow us and uh, know us will know that there's a, a program that we could recommend. <laughs> but uh, um, if you have programs that you recommend because you've, uh, you've, you've done them or you've perhaps created them, you know, and there's uh, something you can tell, um, tell us. You know, uh, tell us a bit of a story, you know, tell us why that program worked for you. And given that we talked about that, it's important to be the good match in terms of character or how you approach things. Um, if you listen closely to this episode and you have a program that you recommend, make some of those links with what we've talked about. So people know it's not just an advertising from somebody uh, who un comments underneath every podcast about business programs with their business program, you know, so... Uh, <laughs> Make, make it real and make it relevant. And uh, perhaps somebody's out there who's like, oh, that sounds a program that would resonate well with me. And then they check it out and you really help them out. So this is a community effort, you know, as it is with talking about coaching. So thank yeah. you. And thank you, Nikki, for sharing your story. Hey, everybody. If you found this conversation helpful for you and your coaching practice, then there's a couple of ways that you can support the podcast and stay up to date with future episodes. Obviously, you can subscribe on here on YouTube if that's your jam. If you want to get it straight into your inbox, never miss an episode, uh, there's a link in the description to can sign up for our mailing list. You can uh, leave us a review or follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and uh, come join us on Facebook. Um, we we'll get the conversation going there. Uh, obviously, leave us a comment. Uh, you can support us on Patreon. And uh, any way you choose to do that, uh, tell a friend, whatever you want to do. We really appreciate it and we hope you get a lot out of it. So see you next time. Bye.